What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. That was the part of this drama that I feel like wasn't necessary at all. Because they did all that building up of like why the apartment or why the building was mysterious. And then five minutes was the reveal and the conclusion. And I was just like, what in the world? Like you did all of that building up for what? For us to sit five minutes and watch you try to finesse it? Like, so that's what's annoying me. There were a lot of things that they added that if we didn't have it in the drama, there wouldn't be a difference. So them adding it also doesn't make any difference. It just makes us feel really uneasy and like it makes the drama incomplete. I might hold on to this and put it out in November actually, because today is the 2nd of October. Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, Dear Chengu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. Two disclaimers before we get started. I do sound weird. I apologize. Also, if it is loud in the background, I apologize for that. I don't want this episode to be longer than 30 minutes, so I'm going to attempt to record in less than 30 minutes. Okay. We will be talking about a 2023 K-drama that I just completed, which is called Summer Strike. Actually, I don't know if it came out in 2023, but I just watched it. And I don't know if I let you guys know that I was watching it, but there was a time where I mentioned that I was going to watch it, but I didn't watch it because I didn't want to see our soft, precious boy, Im Shiwen. But I do appreciate that I watched it right now. It is so good, or it was so good, I should say. Today is what? Today is October 2nd. Dang, it is already October. That's crazy. So most of this episode will be me going over the notes that I made and expanding on them. If I have to, I am going to read them verbatim. So there will be spoilers. However, I am going to read the plot synopsis for you guys. If you have not watched it and you want to watch it, or if you don't want any spoilers, then you can click out after the plot synopsis. I guess I should also give my verdict. Okay, so this drama was so good at first. It was so lightweight, fluffy, chill, slow-paced, intimate. It's like, it was the perfect chill drama. And then they ruined it. I don't know why the hell they did that. It was so perfect. I feel like they thought they needed to do something, but then they ruined it by the new plot that they introduced and everything. It was just so unnecessary, in my opinion. We didn't need it at all. I'm trying to be vague right now. Because, like I said, I don't want to give away spoilers. But yeah, it is good. Overall, I will give it an 8.5. It would have gotten a 9. But I think, like, starting from episode 1. I don't even remember. However, in the notes that I made, each episode had an event or, like, something specific that I made a note of. And I will talk about it. So maybe when I get into the notes, I will be able to tell where it starts to go downhill for me. But yes, this drama was good in the beginning. And then they ruined it 
so i'll give it an 8 to an 8.5 i think it deserves an 8.5 but i'll give it a solid 8 and it's interesting because when i went into the drama i saw that it had an 8.2 on my drama list and i was like what like this drama is so nice i love it and i was wondering why it had an 8.2 and now i see why <laughs> and i'm even giving it lower than an 8.2 Oh, actually, it is a 2022 K-drama, not a 2023 K-drama. It has 12 episodes. I'm happy it has 12 episodes because it wasn't a waste of my time, even though it low-key was at the end. <laughs> uh, it is called Summer Strike. But the Hangul says, Amugoto hago shipji ana. So I don't want to do anything. I think that's what it translates to. Anyway, here's the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. It says, Yaron, played by Selhyun, gets dumped by her boyfriend, and soon after, her mother dies in an accident. She goes through one of her worst moments in her life. Yaron then makes the decision to live a complete different life from before and not do anything. She quits her job and moves to a small village where everyone is strange to her. There she meets the residents, including Andibom, played by Im Shiwan and gets to know them. Andebom works as a librarian. He hardly talks to people, but when he does, he talks with a stutter. Huh? I don't even remember that part, but okay. Somehow, he gets comfortable and happy being with Yoram. Throughout this time, Yoram also discovers who she really is. That's not a bad plot synopsis, because like I said, the drama is chill, so at first, we don't have anything too dramatic happening except for the first episode and i loved the first episode because for some reason it resonated with me so yeah the first episode was a little bit chaotic in the sense that we had a lot of uneventful things happen but it wasn't like cringe or it wasn't too much it was like perfect and then the rest of the episodes were really nice and chill and then they did what they did to ruin it okay so like it says, Sohyun is played by what? Yoram is played by Sohyun and Andebom is played by Imshiwan. I love Imshiwan. <laughs> He's <is> so precious. <laughs> anyway, so I started this drama on September 22nd and I completed it on October 1st. So I completed it yesterday. And when I did start, I was so excited to continue. And I was like, I am going to love this. Because like I said, I loved the first episode. But I was also hoping it won't be a flop because I saw the ratings on my drama list once again. You know, sometimes I try not to trust the ratings because you'll be rating things for the dumbest reason. Like, for example, I really love Queen Maker, but y'all don't like it. And I'm like, huh? But then this one, I was like, I'm not going to trust y'all, but I should have because I think you guys were valid for your ratings but the thing is like i didn't want to read any actual reviews because i didn't want spoilers so i didn't know why the ratings were low okay i think i can get into the notes that i made right now once again if you do not want spoilers please click out because i am going to talk about everything that i made a note of basically and i am going to sound robotic when i do read it but I don't have the time to actually expand on each one because they're kind of self-explanatory. So just bear with me. Episode one, love her acting story is profound already. It resonates with me. Love that she made that decision. I sighed out of relief. She looks so happy. I don't think I need to expand on that. But yeah, that was when she made the decision to quit her job. And I was just like, oh my gosh, bro. She went through a lot. She went through a lot in the first episode. 
Episode two, excited to see Uji from Hospital Playlist. MC1 is so precious and his character cracks me up. Can't wait to hear him speak. It is very slow and chill, but very funny. They describe it as an intimate drama and I agree. So it's not necessarily slow in terms of the pace, but the way of living portrayed is slow. Yeah, I do appreciate that it's a very chill drama. It's not like a chill Jonghyun drama, but it's a very chill drama. I'm trying to think of something similar. For some reason, I keep thinking of my liberation notes, but this one is not as, hmm, it's not as mysterious as my liberation notes, but it's slow in the same way my liberation notes is. Um... What other dramas? Actually, at one point, I compared the story to Dombeki, When the Camellia Blooms. Not because they're similar, but a lot of things that happen kind of made me think about When the Camellia Blooms. Am I saying that wrong? Camellia. When the Camellia Blooms. Honestly, I'm just going to call it Dombeki. Like, in Dombeki, she moved to a new town. Obviously, there were hostels to her at first. And then we also had a killer who... Yeah, anyway... That was the part of this drama that I feel like wasn't necessary at all. Because they did all that building up of like why the apartment or why the building was mysterious. And then five minutes was the reveal and the conclusion. And I was just like, what in the world? Like you did all of that building up for what? For us to sit five minutes and watch you try to finesse it? Like I feel like the writers, they shouldn't have included it if they were not going to give enough time. And yeah, a lot of things were rushed, in my opinion. There were so many stories that they would introduce and then they would just brush over it. I will get to that because I know I did make a note of it. Dang, I have been recording for 10 minutes. I need to be done with this in 20 minutes. Okay. Episode 3. Shouldn't they be concerned for her safety? Why is she getting blamed for the graffiti? Everything about this episode is suffocating. She really paid 450 Zolas for a dog, even though it was clear that she was being scammed out of spite. And her older brother wants to take all that her mom left. What in the world? Love that his backstory was introduced and it feels so relatable. I don't know if I have to expand on the first part, but yeah. I was just like, tap, tap. like it was so suffocating. Everything about this episode, I was like, girl, open your eyes and use your brain. But then again, she decided to live freely. So it makes sense that she was making those decisions. And it also showed how selfless she was. Because who in the world is going to pay $450 for a dog? Like, maybe you would, but not if you're getting scammed. Like, she knew she was getting scammed and she still paid for it. Anyway, it really irritated me. And then when her brother called as well... <laughs> I was just like, come on, this girl has gone through so much and y'all are just like adding salt to the wound. Um, but yeah, I really love that they introduced Imshi Wan's backstory. I think that's my favorite part of this drama. But then it irritated me how towards the end, we didn't really get a conclusion in my opinion. Anyway, episode four, I could care less about finding the money. I just care about his backstory. <laughs> I thought it was irrelevant at first, but then I guess they wanted us to see the community building. He is so sweet. He took the fall for the kid. Two previous idols acting must be awkward, but then again, we also have King the Land. Pretty sure the plot thickens once the hostile environment plot is done, similar to Dombiki in that sense. Moral of the first four episodes is being kind can pay off. Love that her name is Yaram and the girl's name is Bum, as in summer and spring, and I love the OST too. 
that was a lot <laughs> but i don't think i need to expand on it uh let's see yeah at one point i was only interested in his backstory because like i said that was one of my favorite parts of this drama but the story about finding the money at first i thought it was irrelevant but then i guess it wasn't because that really like showed how a lot of people opened up to her including boom and the son of the owner of the building <laughs> did i talk about uju I think I did, but I was so excited to see Uju. He's so adorable. Y'all know I didn't even watch Hospital Playlist, but I watched every single scene of him. Like, he's just so precious. He's so adorable. Episode 5. That teacher is ridiculous. Makes me so furious. She can clearly see that they bullied Bum, but she asked Bum why she couldn't stay out of trouble. When he used her drunk singing against her. Love that she said she's learning to be friends with herself. Bum's acting was so good when she yelled, I don't condone being disrespectful to parents, but some need to get their act together. Love that Bum now has someone on her side. Mm, yeah. Bum's dad was, oh my gosh, that guy was such a... Oof, he really got on my nerves. He really got on my nerves. And it gets worse. It gets worse and it doesn't change. And I think that's really realistic. Because you would think like at some point everything would be nice and it will end good. But like old habits die hard. And that fool went back to what he used to do. And I was just like, are you kidding me? I don't even know why I'm being vague at this point. Because I'm spoiling some parts and then I'm gatekeeping. Not gatekeeping. I'm not being too um specific on other parts that's funny what was i talking about episode six lots of things are happening even though it's still chill i love how intimate it is it makes it feel so chill he's starting to show more interest and even though it's too soon to say he likes her it could be possible the two guys went to the hospital hoping it wasn't their girl why are they even considering saying it was self-inflicted just to protect the dad from being arrested they need to let him rot in jail for him to sober up he wants to be treated, but what if it happens again? Question mark. The professor is so freaking inconsiderate. WTF so selfish. She has to lie for her dad that doesn't care for her. What's the other librarian's deal? Does she like Debum and is she trying to mark her territory? Or does she ship them? But then again, even if it's just friendship, there's a possibility that she could be jealous. Bum thanked her because she said she's more happy now. That was a lot. Also, if you're going into this expecting it to be a very romantic chill drama, we don't get a lot of romance in the sense that there are not a lot of intimate scenes or there isn't any intimate scenes. But I do think I ship them hard even with that. So it's not explicitly romantic, but it is. It's more comforting than romantic, if that makes any sense. So I ship them so freaking hard. But yeah just know that we don't have any kissings either so if you're expecting that sorry to bust your bubble <laughs> yeah so when bum got injured bro that part really made me mad it really made me mad like what in the world how can you like what i was just like they're calling her selfish because she doesn't want to lie that her dad didn't stab her but she stabbed herself like it makes me so mad even when i think about it and I knew, I knew that guy was going to relapse. I knew it was going to happen again. Like, uh, it really got on my nerves, guys. Let's just move on. <laughs> you can watch it to find out what I'm talking about. 
but it really got on my nerves. <laughs> so the other librarian, I couldn't tell if she liked Debum. I guess she ended up telling us that she did, but at first I didn't understand because she was acting kind of weird. Anyway, episode seven, him speeding and then running to make it in time is so precious. Also, why is he always running? <laughs> okay, not always because I've only watched Run On. That's crazy. I think the only thing I've completed of Im Shiwan is Run On. Wow. Anyway, poor baby was so triggered. Damn, imagine sacrificing to wake up early for someone. <laughs> You can't help but smile while watching. How is it her fault? It's so cliche. Main characters go on a trip together. Wealth is relative. Bom wants money. Jaehoon wants family. Because for each one of them, those are the greatest things that they lack. Mm. The last part was deep. Yeah, there were a lot of deep things for me. Especially like the conversations that some characters had. And I did take notes of them because I was like, wow, it made me think uh i don't think there's anything else i need to expand on oh yeah so like she would wake up early in the morning to run with him i was like heck no as much as i love you i'm not doing that for you actually maybe i will but it was just like i was like dang you're actually gonna wake up early and run like she doesn't even like to run she ends up liking it but like at first she doesn't like it but she did it for him which is precious but at the same time i'm like girl no <laughs> uh how is it her fault i don't know what i'm referring to but once again you can watch episode seven to find out <laughs> episode eight in my humble opinion debum is getting better so her saying that yoram is yoram 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 not yoram <laughs> yoram as in summer so her saying that yoram is a bad influence because he's changing shows that she just wants to keep him to herself and the only way is by having him tied down sis is just salty so they both cried in the rain to disguise their tears <laughs> so precious yes that part i was just like oh my gosh i don't know if he cried but she definitely went in the rain and she was crying but she wanted like the raindrops to disguise her tears and then he also came into the rain oh <laughs> they're so precious he really measured the floor <laughs> This part was funny, but it's also precious. Like he wanted to guess her shoe size. So then he measured the place she was standing on the floor. I was like, oh my gosh, like the place that her feet covered. That was cute. The way they adore summer almost convinced me <laughs> that summer is a nice season. <laughs> yeah. The end of episode eight was almost like a jump scare. Yes, that part creeped me out. And y'all want to know something? After I completed this drama, I was standing in the dark and I got so scared because I was looking at the stairs and I was just like, what if that fool's standing there? Like that creeped me out. I was so scared. I knew it was coming. So I kind of looked away from the screen and I turned on the volume. But if I was looking at the screen, I would have screamed because yeah, that was a jump scare. That was definitely a jump scare for me. And it was for Yoram too. So I keep calling her Yoram. It's Yoram. <laughs> Episode 9, using a phone for the first time to text. So cute. Staying up all night to text, watching her reaction to his call, jugging together on the phone. I cannot with how cute they are. Yeah, yeah, they're really cute. That was very realistic. Like her reaction to his phone call. It's like, dang, so cute. Oh my gosh, I haven't talked away from the mic. Forgive me. I did make a note that is called my verdict. I'm going to read what it says. And this was after episode 9, guys. It's lightweight, chill, intimate, and it's definitely worth watching. I'll give it a 9. 
So by the end of episode 9, I was going to give it a 9. But then that went downhill, I guess. He is so awkward and I love his expressions. Yes, I love how awkward Debom is. <laughs> like the character that M. Shiwan plays. Episode 10, I knew the grandma was gonna die, but I didn't think it'll be murder. So the one who vouched for her is the one who killed her, question mark. Also, he probably wanted to kill Yurum since he was waiting. The professor's evil basically used his weakness to trap him. So precious Yurum is the only thing that made him leave the library and the black hole that he put himself in. Yeah, this episode really sucked. I did know that the grandma was going to die, but I thought she was going to die in her sleep. Because we could kind of sense it. Like the foreshadow. And I don't like that they made it murder. Because I was just like, it was not necessary at all. And then like the culprits being revealed. I was just like, what in the world is this nonsense? Like, <laughs> it really got on my nerves. <laughs> yes. And the comment about the professor i was just like why is this guy so manipulative everything about this episode got on my nerves it made me so angry it actually made me so angry episode 11 this turned into a not so lightweight trauma i love how jiang <laughs> clowned the professor end of episode 11 they got me just like donbeki but we didn't see enough of the culprit to be sus of him old habits die hard they should have put that man behind bars right from when he stabbed his daughter this became so sad yeah so like i said it started to go downhill for me in episode 10 and then by the end of episode 11 was when they revealed who the culprits were <laughs> and i was like hmm actually no end of episode 11 they only showed us one but i was like what in the world because this is exactly how i felt for when the camellia blooms I didn't consider who the culprit was because they didn't show us enough about him. And also like Flower of Evil. I mean, no, they did show us enough of um, his song, but I just didn't put two and two together. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about this. Actually, I know how I felt. I didn't like it. I don't like it at all. It wasn't necessary. They shouldn't have done this. They ruined a perfectly good drama. Episode 12, it's like they brushed over the case. They shouldn't have touched on it if they were going to rush. Some noteworthy lines. Work less, earn time. Clear my head, fill my heart. Yes, those two lines. I don't know. It's just like, it just hit me when, I think it was Yoram who said both lines. So I really appreciated them. <laughs> it's so funny how she once speaks pretty good English. But then I think in the drama, they made him sound like he had a very thick korean accent because <laughs> he does speak english if you guys want content on him i think he went on the dayback show that's like a podcast that eric nam runs or hosts so you can check it out he actually speaks english and i was surprised because i didn't know that because in ronon it was actually shin sekyung who spoke english right i don't think there was a scene where she won or did he Actually, maybe he spoke English in Ronan too. But yeah, I just found it funny that they made him like use an accent here when he perfectly, when he can speak good English. Well, I shouldn't say good. Like when he can sound like he doesn't have an accent. I think they also did that. Oh yeah. For, um, what is his name? And he saw, and he saw from 30 to 17, or I should say in 30 to 17, when he would say, don't think, feel, or something like that. I don't even remember. But yeah, it's funny because we know 
and he sub speaks like English, but then they made him sound like he doesn't. <laughs> that was funny. Anyway, uh, lots of things shouldn't have been added if they didn't want to spend time on it. Yes. Okay. So this is the part I was referring to. The first thing is her boyfriend leaving her. It was kind of, we didn't get closure on a lot of things. I think that's the perfect way to describe it because her boyfriend didn't really break up with her. He said, let's take a break. I guess that's breaking up, but like the way he concluded wasn't really a conclusion. So I thought like in the future, he would come back for her or something like that. And then the second thing is what? Deho's story and him returning back to Juvie. Like they would say it in passing like Deho is in Juvie. So I thought like there was going to be a lot of um, backstory and they did show us a little bit, but I think they just brushed on it. And then him going back, I was like, what is the point? And then there was a time he was like, I met mom. And I was like, are they related? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that they added about him, but then they didn't really expand. So I was just like, what was the point? Because if they took it out, like it wouldn't make a difference on the drama. Because why would they add it if they're not going to really show things about it or explain it? Anyway, I'm getting heated. It's not even that deep. <laughs> and then another thing is they never explicitly confirmed that they were in a relationship. I guess for me... Like, this probably just annoys me, but it's nothing deep. Like, yeah, it's actually cute. Like, they don't have to tell us that they're dating. And I don't know if they actually dated, but, like, the last thing is them holding hands. And I was like, okay, I'll take that over nothing. So, but yeah, it was kind of irritating that they never explicitly said that they weren't going to end up together. And yeah, the last thing is obviously the murder plot. I was like, that was so unnecessary. We did not need that at all. And they just added it for whatever reason that they did. <laughs> anyway, so he wanted the price of the building to drop. So then he killed someone. That was so unnecessary, bro. Yeah. Like, even the reason why he killed. I was like, huh? So you would kill just to get the building price to come down. A lot of things just don't sit right with me. But that's that. Okay, like I said, I would give it a solid 8. But it could be an 8.5. I think they overdid it. They should have just left it to be peaceful, but I don't know why they didn't. Anyway, I am tired and it is 30 minutes. I have been recording for 30 minutes, so I'm going to end here. I might put all the notes in the blooper section. So I don't know what exactly this episode is going to have in the general portion, but the point is check it out if you want to or not. I kind of spoiled it already though. Sorry. Anyway, thank you so much guys for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Alrighty guys, Annyeong. Um, yeah, Kingdom Land. I don't know if I'm going to complete that, but when I was watching this, I was like, how does it feel for both of them to be acting even though they were both idols? I don't know if still Hyun still, is still active in AOA. Was she in AOA? Yeah, she was definitely in AOA. I don't know if she's still active and I definitely don't think ZA is still active. But yeah, both of them were idols at some point, so that's interesting. Um Yeah, like I said, it was similar to Dombeki because at first what we focus on ish in Dombeki is like how the people in the village, what would you call it, in the town don't really like um Gong Hujin's character. But then they open up to her and that's when the plot thickens with like the murder and the serial killer so i knew that was what was going to come or i assumed that was what was going to come and then they gave us this bs <laughs>
I'm just so mad, guys, because it was so good. I don't know why they ruined it. Yeah, <laughs> she one is so cute, bro. There was a part he was using. <laughs> they wanted her to do something, and she kept saying no. And then he started singing what she was singing when, like, she was drunk. <laughs> That's so funny. That was so funny. But yeah, it reminded me of how Sung Hoon is always in water. Well, not always, but Sung Hoon definitely gets into water in dramas that he acts because he used to be a swimmer. So I don't know if she won used to be an athlete, like a running athlete, but okay. I think the only update I wanted to let you guys know is one, I will be actually there are two, but I've mentioned one before. One, I will be watching the movie with Jung Min and Kang han -Nul. I did watch their appearance on uh k next what is the name the show with jonathan i don't remember what it's called but y'all should check it out it is so funny i laugh so hard and number two my sister narrated goblin to me and i was like dang it was so good i don't know why i didn't watch it this is exactly how i felt when i found out about um hotel de luna and like what it is about i was like i regretted not watching and i do regret not watching goblin because it did sound pretty good anyway that's all i wanted to talk about i don't know when i'm gonna get this out probably hmm today is today is the second i might hold on to this and put it out in november actually because today is the second of october but i might put this out in november because i i need to put out seeing you in my 19th life i have recorded for that already so that's good anyway guys peace another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.